0: I'm Brian Kilmeade. I'm Martha McCallum. I'm David Asman, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Thursday, April 9th, 2020. I'm Trey Yingst. While job loss numbers around the world continue to skyrocket, those still in business are doing what they can to help.
1: Certain companies are, are having great strategies that are helping both governments and cities cope with different neighborhoods and understand what's going on with big data. Tie into that. Connect them.
0: This is the Fox News Rundown Global Pandemic. The International Labour Organization announced this week that around 7% of the world's working hours will be wiped out in the second quarter amid the COVID 19 outbreak. The UN group described this as catastrophic, explaining that the loss is equivalent to 195 million full time workers out of a job. Analysts worry that without an innovative solution, Things will get much worse before they get better. Over the next few minutes, you'll get the latest global headlines on the virus and hear from Errol Margalit, the founder and chairman of Jerusalem Venture Partners, who is bringing industries together to help. Starting first, though, in Canada, the country's economy continues to get hit hard by the coronavirus downturn. The Big Five banks believe the second quarter will see the Canadian economy shrink by 23%. Canada lost more than a million jobs last month, beating the previous record of 129,000 jobs lost in a month back in 2009. Canada has seen nearly 20,000 total cases since the outbreak first began. Now overseas to Italy, where new cases reported hit a 25-day low yesterday. With nearly 150,000 total cases and more than 17,000 deaths, Italy's entire population of 60 million remains on lockdown. Amid calls to reopen parts of the economy, the Italian government is holding strong in their position to keep people indoors. Now to China, where the COVID-19 outbreak first began. The economic outlook for China is grim, according to Foreign Policy magazine. With most of the country reopening for business, the international community will look to the Chinese to see how quickly their economy rebounds from the economic damage caused by the spread of this virus. The Chinese daily death toll from COVID-19 is in the single digits this week. So with the global economy suffering financial uncertainty rising, and a new normal for everyday life? What is being done outside of government efforts to help find solutions?
1: JVP, the fund that I'm leading, um, about 60 entrepreneurs, and um, AstraZeneca, one of the world's leading pharmaceutical company, and Cisco and Microsoft and many others.
0: This is Errol Margolit, the founder and chairman of Jerusalem Venture Partners. His firm has raised more than a billion dollars in venture capital And now his efforts to help others are raising eyebrows.
1: And what we did is we brought together um, leaders, public leaders, as well as leaders of medical facilities, um, as well as many, many startups that are offering great ideas and great things. And what we said is that if we're going to overcome this, uh, it needs to be with cooperation, cross-border cooperation, and we understand that the borders are closing down on one hand uh, physically, but they need to open in terms of sharing knowledge and sharing information in real time, because if one region in the world is solving things or a hospital is getting things right, uh, the other region should be using the same techniques.
0: What's been the most difficult part about getting all of these innovators on the same page to actually take many of the ideas that people have and turn them into actions
1: well it was actually moving first of all uh because you know you had uh leaders from italy and from spain and from england and from new york city um and from dubai and people who are uh, both at the head of the public systems and also heads of hospitals you had doctors you had people that are using techniques you had people who who were saying that some of the protocol in the hospitals was wrong in the first place and then it's now being corrected. And then you had startups that are just inventing, um, you know, both the ability to predict uh, where the outbreak is actually happening with big data, uh, how do you monitor patients from afar without touching them, um, different elements of uh, sensors that allow you to uh, see the temperature of big parts of the populations and then have more indications on what's going on. And then um I think that what we could see is is how different countries were responding and having proactive testing and doing things uh at one or other parts of the population where you're suspecting things has been so much more effective than just doing things for everyone. And I think that what we did is we allowed some of these techniques to be shared And the high tech and the startup and the big data community are now working much more in concert with the policymakers, as we try to find a vaccine, one, but also as we try to cope with things that are going to repeat themselves because people are now understanding that you need remote care, you need the ability to sense things in advance, you need the ability to work outside the hospitals and not just in the hospitals in order to intercept some of the uh, worst outbreaks that are happening.
0: JVP is one of the top performing venture capital firms in the whole world. I mean, you've built over 140 companies. In your experience in bringing people together, what is the key item that you need to find success? And when it comes to the coronavirus outbreak, what do you think that item is?
1: Well, first of all, I think we need to say what's going well and what's not. If you're gonna solve a big problem, you need to be able to talk about issues, so you don't need to pretend you're like you're in control of everything. Whether you're a leader, whether you're the head of a medical center, if you have problems, wave the flag. One, two. I think that uh, uh, sharing information. Not everybody invents everything. You need to be able to couple things together. So, if, if certain companies are are having great strategies that are helping both governments and cities cope with different neighborhoods and understand what's going on with big data, tie into that, connect them. And I think that one of the things that are most moving for many of us is that you see the high-tech community, you see the medical community, you see a lot of people that are willing to do everything to help others. You'd think that it's just about money or it's just about profit, and you see it's not. It's about impact. It's about people's ability to help other people. And make a difference. And you see that people are rising to the occasion, and um, it's it's really moving to see. And JVP has a big, uh, you know, a big hub in New York City, a cybersecurity hub, which is now turning to be a healthcare cybersecurity hub. And um, a lot of companies and a lot of other investors and a lot of uh, uh, entrepreneurs are cooperating in a way that gives you the kind of optimism that we're going to. We're going to be able to, 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 to control this. Uh, we're going to be able to answer it with the kind of technologies that are going to make a difference and allow the medical the medical doctors and facilities uh, to stay safer.
0: You've been listening to Errol Margalit, the founder and chairman of Jerusalem Venture Partners. We'll be right back after this. Was there a moment for you where you said, I just need to do something? I mean, what what, what was it like when... You were putting all of this together because i mean you're building companies that are offered on the new york stock exchange so i mean what brought you to to do this
1: well you know i i remember listening uh to your interview with jared kushner when you were um, somewhere in in the gulf and the uh and i remember uh i remember that because i got a call from somebody who has a big set of medical facilities both in Italy and in Dubai and they were looking for answers and they were looking for you know for cooperation with Israelis. This was so moving to me and uh what I was saying to myself, you know, you don't have a lot of opportunities to have people do such cross border cooperation and best practices. Um, our ability to win is not their loss, and the, uh, you know, and vice versa. If they win, we win. If we win, they win. And so this gave me a great inspiration, this and, and a bunch of friends in Italy and New York, and seeing how they're going through uh, uh, the challenges, and looking at the Israelis and the kind of new technologies they're bringing to the table, the kind of solutions, you know the um, you know there's a there's a special biomedical research center that's working in the vaccine. It's probably one of the leader in the world, usually working for defense. Now putting all its efforts into the civilian efforts as well, and working with others. So I mean I mean these things are bringing us together, and uh, you know it makes makes a difference, it makes a difference in our lives to be able to connect somebody who's inventing. A strategy for remote care for the medical uh, staff in the Sheba uh, uh, Hospital in Israel, and connecting them to a hospital in Dubai or a hospital in Italy, and allowing them to use the same techniques and the same strategies. Um, you know, it gives you it gives you uh, uh, a sense of satisfaction when things are actually working, and people are getting the kind of help that they need.
0: And finally, what are your biggest concerns when it comes to the economy? I mean, we are seeing cities around the world and countries completely locked down as a result of the coronavirus outbreak. In Israel, there are new restrictions. In the United States, there are new restrictions. And there are very few countries who are quickly returning to normal life. When you see the stock market as volatile as it is and the job loss numbers, What stands out to you that needs to be done and what are the concerns that you have working in the space that you do?
1: So first of all, we have about six companies and each one of our companies was making sure that it has at least 12 to 18 months of runway in terms of cash. And we did a lot of rounds, both internal and external, to make sure that that happens. And I think everybody needs to do so, whether you're a small business or a large company. You need to align your business plan. You need to be ready for uh, you know for more difficult days. But what I would say to policymakers, you know, closing an entire country down doesn't make any sense anymore. You need to be much more selective. You need to have data to understand which neighborhoods in the city are the most problematic, so you don't have to take care of the entire city. You need to be able to use big data to understand where things are wrong and where things are getting better. You need to be able to create a safe place the day later with flights um, and with uh, more secure places where you could actually work. People need to envision this today even though we may be still at the heart of the outbreak. Um, And I think that the commitment to understand better what's going on to have testing proactively to have safe places to have safe flights to have sort of a coronavirus visa is going to be uh... something that people will be looking for because the economy is international it's not just national and people will be looking for the right time to go back to work and then governments what i would say to to a lot of the, uh, you know, the assistance policy, and I think the U.S. has certainly put um, one of the strongest uh, economic aid packages that I've ever seen. I think it gave a great inspiration to the rest of the world. What I want to say to policymaker, make it matter to the small businesses, make it matter to the companies, make it matter to the people. Because giving headlines is one thing. But set the procedures so that these businesses could get the help and assistance that they want in real time, because just like it's a health problem, it's a major economic and social problem, and we all have the obligation to get um, you know the economy, the people, the livelihood of people back on track. And we need to be responsible. And public-private partnerships are key to make it through.
0: Errol Margalit, the founder and chairman of Jerusalem Venture Partners. Errol, thank you for your time. Thank you so much. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. Stay up to date
1: by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com.